0: It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Good morning to you. Gray skies, weird week with weather, huh? People in Los Angeles, lots of them. Santa Ana's down here in the favorite part of California, Orange County, perfect week. And today, back to this weather, gray gloom. Well, no matter what the weather is, people come in all the time and they think that health is a purchase. Now, you can't say, yes, yes, you understand that. Because you do it all the time. You walk into a doctor's office and you think if you've got the right doctor, that doctor's going to tell you something, give you something, you're going to do something, and in essence, you purchased health. Even if we think we're holistic, even if we think we're going to... A chiropractor or a naturopath or an acupuncturist or a massage therapist, we still do this. We still make this mistake. And it's why we don't heal. Health is not a purchase, it's not a service you buy, it's a practice you evolve. It's like a musical composition. And you're the maestro. And you and the group have to continue to play and play and experiment and play and play and throw it back up on the blackboard, on the draft board, and continue to evolve it until it hits the critical mass point. The audience claps. The pain reduces. But that's not the way you think about it. And because we don't think about it that way, No, no, you can't nod your head and say you get that because you don't. And the reason I know you don't is because in the face of your pain, in the face of the time it takes to produce a dramatic reduction in your symptomology, in that time, I watch you get frustrated. So you can't nod your head. If it's going to take six months or a year or two years righteously along the way, you're convinced because you haven't had a dramatic result in a week or two or three. I don't like to get on air and have this discussion. But I have to because everybody's still doing it. It just works this way. And it's because... The sucker punch, the low consciousness paradigm, is doctor fix me. If I have money, I purchase it. Rich people are the worst. You know, a lot of people have to think about the money they spend on their health. But the rich are the worst. You know, it's almost like that maxim out of the Testaments it's easier for a rich man to get through the eye of a needle than it is to get into heaven. Not that anything's wrong with being rich, but the context of that statement is there's something about financial acquisition that can run contrary to the kingdom of heaven. I don't want to get into that, but I can tell you this. People with money tend to be the ones that think they're going to purchase health purchase the doctor purchase the product purchase the service purchase the machine purchase the series of educational seminars it's a purchase mentality and the problem for most people rich poor or middle income the problem really is that the practice means refining your senses you're trying to refine your senses to the practice that you're evolving. You're trying to refine your senses. Can you hear your body telling you its response to the practice you're engaged in? Now, if you get what I said, even 10%, you'll appreciate how Millions of miles away, the vast majority of people are that have a natural, holistic mentality. You really think I'm talking about people that go to MDs for surgeries. I'm not. Talking about people that engage in yoga, in chiropractic, in acupuncture, in nutrition, That's the group I'm interested in. Hail Mary, full of grace for the rest. No, the people I'm talking to today, the people I'm interested in, are the people who kind of get this stuff. But they don't really get that where their focus has to go in a holistic practice not a holistic purchase. Where their focus has to go is into what their senses tell them in their practice. If you cleanse, your body's telling you something. Can you hear it? If you take herbs, your body's telling you something. Can you hear it? If you get touched, manipulated, stretched out, your body's telling you something, can you hear it? And I can tell you, almost overwhelmingly, the answer's no. Which is why these practices take so long. And people say, it's been six months, it's been a year, it's been two years. So the whole orientation from the quick fix of a purchase all the way to not understanding how. No, the tumor's not gonna get smaller. Mm-mm. Your eyesight's not gonna get better. You're still gonna go blind to glaucoma. Mm-mm. Your low back pain is not going away appreciably. You're not going back to your favorite sport. You're not gonna be able to sit in that chair comfortably. No way. Because your focus is on the problem. And the problem is your body's telling you per unit second, millisecond, how you're responding. And you can't hear it because you're focused on your pain. Well, that makes sense. I went to this doctor. I paid him money. I told him what was wrong and I asked him how to fix me. I asked him how to tell me to fix myself. You do all these things, not the mentality. Health is refining senses. A maestro that writes a composition, that calls together the orchestra and what do they do before show day? What do they do before they expect the audience to weep or laugh? What do they do? They take the composition and they practice, and they practice, and they practice, and they practice. And how do they determine efficacy of practice? Using their senses. They sound much better four or five months into the practice. Before they go up at the Philharmonic, they have practiced. They're refining their hearing. They're clearing out the pipes so they can be in tune with the sound. You know, I had an Asian woman come in a few months ago. She had four kids. It's about two months ago or so. Asian, born outside the United States, living in the United States for years. Nice woman. Nice family. She was in agony. She hadn't been able to stand or sit in a chair for a year. And this woman just about barged her way into my practice. Brought the family with her. It was like sacrament. And I explained to her that she had a problem that's typical of people who have displaced their sacrum because they are so tight. Because they have defaulted in the practice. The practice in which one lengthens their tendons, you know, yoga. And there was so much ignorance and innocence and lack of understanding about that process, the process through which you are not gonna get out of your low back pain, your agony. I can't work, I'm losing income, My husband wants to kill me. I could sit here for five hours and tell you stories like this. Exactly like this. Do not think this is not many of you. And yes, yes, I'm not pointing the finger. And yes, yes, we're all good people. And yes, yes, we all believe in God. And yes, yes, I see people suffer because they think the doctor's going to tell them what to do and they're going to go do it. And when you tell them, no, you have to have a practice of this and all the nuances of that practice have to align themselves. They can't believe it. She couldn't believe that she would need to learn to stretch. She was certain she knew how to stretch. She just didn't know what to stretch. So when I told her what to stretch and how to stretch, she couldn't do it. Because she was numb. Because she had been so overwhelmed by her life. You think it was her pain? No no. It wasn't her pain, it was her life long before she had relentless, irrevocable low back pain. Long before that, she was numb. She couldn't feel her body. Nothing like a bunch of cesareans to reinforce that numbness. Nothing like a troubled marriage to reinforce that Nothing like a life of pain and stress to reinforce that. And then literally, literally, this is right out of the playbook. I bent down to pick up something and my back went out. And for 10 months, I can't walk. Blame, blame it all on the pencil. You know, I bent down to pick up the pencil. Blame it all on the pencil. That Don pencil. No, this is the mentality. This is a person that's had the unlimited monthlies in the yoga class for years. I couldn't even get her to wrap herself around the fact that she didn't know how to stretch. She wanted a video. She wanted every single shortcut that doesn't work. And in the end... It didn't matter. Her mentality was so backwards. She was never going to get a surgery. See? She wasn't going to Kaiser for the real sucker punch. She already knew that was death. She was holistic. But she was missing the mark so bad that she wouldn't feel her process. So she couldn't stretch and get the release. She couldn't relax into the stretch. And when the pain went away a little bit, she said, but it's only gone a little bit. It'll come back. So those little flickers, those little incremental changes, they didn't mean anything. So if he even showed her a little stretch, and the little stretch provided a little pain, a little release, the mind would intercept that and she would insist that, well, that doesn't mean anything. There's the body. It's screaming at you. It's waving red flags. It's going, feed this. Because I'm giving you a little answer. No, that didn't mean anything. You see what I'm saying? You get my point. That's about 99% of the population in holistic health. About 99% of what I have to do is teach you to listen to your body. And if you could, you wouldn't even be in pain. This is not a little thing. It's a big thing. Now, in this case, particular case, this individual had had four children, like I said, two cesareans. So she was scarred up in the gut. And then she had a torn abdominal wall, torn abdominal wall. It's called a diastasis. So you have no guts. And the belly was popping out like a little bubble. Once that happens, the psoas muscle goes into tonic contracture, and it jams you up into a hypolordosis from hell. So fundamentally, your sacrum in alignment with the fifth lumbar vertebra, starts to become horizontal. The sacrum and the angle between L5 and itself, the sacrum isn't supposed to be a right angle. You're not supposed to have a sway back like a duck. But when you tear through the abdominal wall, and when... Your upper thighs, your groin is in gross contracture. But yeah, I know you do yoga. You're an ardent follower. You used to teach yoga. Yeah, I get it. When those upper thighs contract, when they shorten, when the lower abdominal walls are so weak through childbirth, through the scarring of cesareans that you have no tone, You cannot exert a force that will lengthen the psoas. And once the psoas goes into gross contracture, it'll fuse, it'll virtually fuse L5 to S1. And so the entire gamut of the sacral plexus will twist and torque and you will live in agony forever. This Asian woman's good fortune, her good fortune was she was not a surgical candidate. Because with the amount of pain that she endured at the point she saw me for probably a year and a half, she would have fused her entire back to get out of pain. And that would have been the end of her life. All because she didn't know how to stretch, all because her attitude stunk. All because all she wanted to do was talk about her pain. Didn't want to listen to her body. I know tons of people like this. Tons of people like this. It hurts my heart. It's tragic. It's also a waste of their time and their money. I hate wasting people's time and money. And it represents a default in the generic world. It doesn't matter, allopathic or holistic. Most people in holistic medicine think that they're going to make a purchase. And they may wrap themselves around, partially, they may wrap themselves around the fact that they have to participate in their process, but they have no sensibility. They can't feel their process. The only way you know how to navigate this labyrinth is by feeling per unit second your body's response. And this has nothing to do with focusing on pain. This has nothing to do with doing that one thing that really worked. It has nothing to do with it. It has to do with listening to your body tell you you're going in the right direction if you can't listen if the design of therapy is not to get you to listen better to refine your sensitivities to the flickers that your body is begging you to listen to you don't heal more easily said on air than done in reality And now, as my October 24th seminar, I think, eloquently stated, people are in so shock. They're in such deep, debilitated degrees of shock, they can't listen to their body. It's almost a foregone conclusion. It's like you ought to wear a stamp on your head. Hi, doctor, help me. Yes, I'm into holistic health. I'll do what needs to be done, but P.S., I can't listen to my body because I'm in shock. All right, so do you understand what I'm talking about today? Do you have a problem with your health? Do you think it has something to do with the fact that, well, a long time ago you went numb up in the head? It's just too painful to feel yourself. And this is manifest now as low back pain. It's manifest as knee pain. It's manifest as any one of an innumerable number of things. Hey, he didn't say fibromyalgia. Maybe he doesn't mean fibromyalgia. He didn't say GERD. He said heartburn, but he didn't say GERD. He didn't say valvular stenosis. He didn't say infertility. Maybe this doesn't apply. I don't know what to say, man. So, are we going to come to a consensus on this? But I mean, like a grassroots consensus. Health is not a purchase. It's a dynamic evolution. It's throw it up on the wall and see what sticks. It's throw it up on the wall and see how it feels. It's throw it up on the wall and listen. And if you like what you hear, because you listen, feed that. That's your way out. It really is simple. But our big thing, Fat heads are in the way, and we've been sucker-punched by too many ineffective, feudal paradigms. To make matters more complicated, sometimes doctors just have to fix things. It's that simple. They just have to fix them. Surgeries. Sometimes you need a surgery. Sometimes you just got to get fixed, but tons of what we call... Chronic degenerative conditions, from low back pain to everything else that goes with it, are not about a quick fix. They're about that dynamic evolution of the senses. There's so many exciting concepts in medicine, concepts, crescendos. It is beyond me that someone that wants the doctor holistically to fix his knee pain can't understand that he has to clear his gallbladder, that the two are the one in the same, that the pineal needs to hit a different frequency, that the bite needs to be realigned, that the psoas needs to open up, that the knee is connected to the low back. I'm telling you, we can't even get this mainstream and holistic medicine. There's your upgrade for the week. I have one, maybe two spaces left for my second seminar on November 7th. Two spaces. I'm not even going to tell you the subject. If you have to ask the subject, don't get interested. You're going to listen to me talk about health in ways that are going to involve you and If your question is, well, I have low back pain. Is it going to be on low back pain? Please don't come to the seminar. I want people who want to learn health. Because that's what works. That's what excites me. That's how I find God. And this is for me, too. Just as much as it's for you. 714-850-1007, 714-850-1007. If you've got the right attitude, call that number. Ta-ta. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.